This is Anne Bodle Nash for Skagit Talks. Locked Out in the Snow is a recently published children's book by local writer Kim Kimmy. As we move into winter, many of us remember events from our childhood, sometimes including snow. This story may be one from the author's childhood memory, I'm not sure, but we're going to find out as Kim Kimmy is with me today. Welcome, Kim. Hello. Tell me, how did you come to write this story, and was it based upon an event in your childhood? Yes, and I'll tell you what happened. I was writing another story, and I am blessed with my mother having been a great diarist. She started keeping a diary after my grandpa died. She said he was her memory, and when I was five years old, she started keeping a diary, and she she lived to be 98 and kept a diary into her early 90s, and I inherited them. And I was going to research a little fact. I wanted to make sure I had my facts straight for for another story. And I just flipped to this page in December, and I remembered this incident that happened. And I sat down and immediately wrote the story. I just just hammered it right out. And uh, my husband read it and said, I've never heard you tell this story. And I said, (laughs) I'd sort of forgotten about it. And it is a true story. It happened to me when I was seven years old in the second grade. And I grew up in northwestern Pennsylvania where there it's the snow belt from Buffalo. I wondered that. I wondered where you were raised. So that answers that. North Northwestern, is that what you said, Pennsylvania? Yes, just south of Lake Erie. Ah, and so do you have quite a few memories of uh, snowy days? And, and then there was this story that you've written about. Oh, I don't like the snow too much. <laughs> but this story <laughs> has a happy ending. Yeah, I remember our school bus driver telling me to stand way back because he was afraid he would skid and and hit me because we lived way out in the country on a dairy farm, which is a part of the story. Mm-hmm. And the ice and snow were treacherous and my father was a milk truck driver not the kind that delivers milk bottles to your door but the kind of milk truck driver who goes to the farmer's barns and collects the milk in big bulk tanks to take to the dairy and they always knew he'd get through he never once missed a day because the cows don't know if it's Christmas or (laughs) your birthday or whatever (laughs) and my dad never once missed but he he taught me how to drive in snow but this story happened when I was seven I didn't drive yet (laughs) can you give us a thumbnail sketch of the storyline well it has a happy ending I've I've uh I want I, I like happy endings it's about a little girl who solves a problem she's only seven years old and she gets locked out in the snow for the first time ever her mom isn't home when she comes home from school at four o'clock and it's starting to get dark and she she tried several solutions none of which would work and then she came on an idea and and then there's a very happy little surprise ending at the very end okay would you like to read a little bit of the story for our listeners now that you've oh. given us the setup? Oh, I'd be happy to. Well, Locked Out in the Snow, this is the first page, and it's, very, it's fully illustrated in color with some beautiful illustrations. Kim lived in a part of the country where wintertime is very cold and snowy. She was seven years old and in the second grade. 
This morning, her mom had made sure she wore a heavy wool coat, a cozy knit hat, mittens made by her Aunt Hazel, snow pants under her school dress, warm socks, and fur-tipped galoshes, which are like boots worn over shoes. As she was getting ready to head down the long driveway on her family's farm to board the waiting school bus, Kim said goodbye to her mom, promising, when I get home this afternoon, I'll be bringing the Christmas decorations I made at school. I've been working hard on them. Her mom kissed her goodbye and said, I can't wait to see them. See you at four o'clock. Have a fun day. The last day of school before Christmas vacation was a busy one. Kim kept looking at the clock above her teacher's desk because she was excited to get home, and it was difficult to concentrate on arithmetic and handwriting lessons. Finally, it was time to collect the decorations she and her classmates made, put on their winter togs, and head to the school parking lot where the buses were lined up. Her teacher wished all of them a Merry Christmas as Kim excitedly ran out the door, carefully hanging on to the decorations she'd made along with her final test papers. Even on the harshest winter days with lots of snow and blowing wind, Red Hamilton, her school bus driver, got her home safely at four o'clock. Mom was always waiting in the house to hear about what happened at school that day. Kim was a especially excited to come home this afternoon because her big sister Viv was returning from college and they could decorate the tree together. Kim missed her so much. Sometimes there would be a special treat waiting. Kim's favorites were fresh tarts or warm home-baked bread that Kim loved to smother with syrup. Be careful, Kim, said Red as she got off the bus at exactly four o'clock and have a Merry Christmas. I sure will, Red. You too. There were huge snowdrifts leading up to the house, making it difficult to trudge through, especially with the little girl's short legs. Kim hurried through the wind as best she could back up the long driveway of her family's farm. She could hardly wait to reach the front door of the warm house. She turned the doorknob, but for the first time ever, she was surprised to find it locked. She peered through the window. There were no lights on in the kitchen where her mother always greeted her. Kim was puzzled. Back down the steps, she scurried in the cold and headed for the back door. She fell several times trying to reach the door, but the snow had drifted and she couldn't get in that way either. The snow had blocked the door. Kim was a brave little girl, but now she was confused that her mother wasn't home. She knew her daddy wouldn't be home for a while. He was driving one of his big milk trucks for his job pumping milk from the other farmer's barns to take to the dairy far away. She looked around trying to figure out what to do. She was getting really cold and wet from the falling snow. Should I keep going or? It could be a little bit more. She she turned around and decided to try to get in her daddy's garage where he kept his two big trucks. It was very difficult to trudge through even deeper snow drifts across the yard and driveway. And now she was getting tired too. Breathing hard, she finally reached the garage. She tried and tried, but she couldn't budge the giant doors. They were coated with ice. And after all, she was only seven years old. Kim was getting a little bit scared because it was starting to get dark and it wasn't like her mommy not to be home. She listened for cars on the country road, but it was very quiet. All she could hear was the cold, blowing wind. The decorated papers and big envelopes she'd carried home from school were all wet now, and her fingers were stinging from her soggy mittens. Then she had another idea. 
she could go to the barn where there were lots of animals. She was glad she was wearing her boots and warm clothes because it was a long way from the garage and house to the barn. She plowed her way through the snow down the very long driveway to the barn. She knew that door wouldn't be locked. When she saw the animals quietly resting inside, she let out a big sigh of relief. I think that's all we're going to do because I don't want to give away what happens. I think that's the perfect stopping point. So, Kim, there is a Christmas uh, tie in the story. Was it your intention to have this book be part of a family Christmas story? I, I do think it's good year round, but yes, it is. It definitely has a Christmas story. It's Christmas time. It's the last day of school before the holiday mm-hmm. vacation. And uh, then there's a little surprise at the end, and it's definitely a Christmas story. Okay. Kim, is this your first published book? Yes, can, it is. Can you speak uh, briefly to your publishing journey? Oh my, I, I was a journalism major in college. I've always liked to write. I remember we went to somebody's house once for Thanksgiving and the other little girl my age there wanted to play with dolls. And I said, oh, let's write a story about our trip. And she thought that was a really dumb idea. And I thought playing with Barbies was kind of a dumb <laughs> idea. So. And um, then, you know, you get very busy with work and, and life and raising kids and you know, paying mortgages Mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing. And so I started kind of in retirement writing, and I've been writing, writing, writing. I do have one other book out, and it's um, called Special Occasion Memories, A Written Legacy. And I wrote that book, not necessarily for Christmas, but for every special occasion you can think of, because I couldn't find anything like it. And you write in the table of contents what the occasion is it might be a piano recital it might be christmas it might be thanksgiving it might be winning a blue ribbon at the county fair or whatever but this this uh, book has been read year round the uh this locked in the snow uh, and I've, I've had a lot of fans from Florida love it and they buy it for their grandchildren yeah, yeah. who don't know anything about snow Sure, sure. Well, one thing I noticed was the illustrations. They're beautiful. They're in color. And who is your illustrator and how did you find her? Well, this is an interesting story, too. I am a Pi Beta Phi and a a gal, this is kind of a cute story, uh, another Pi Phi sister who is probably 30 years younger than I am. Uh, I, is a is an artist and I and I contacted her and she said your your call is at the perfect time I've always wanted to illustrate a book yes I'll help you and then COVID hit so we did this all over telephone and and mm-hmm. uh, and email and it was so funny because of the age difference for example when I there's that part I read about the uh, galoshes. She had no idea what galoshes were. <laughs> and then I wrote yeah. about how looking at the teacher's desk ab- ab- above the, the, uh, about the the uh, clock above the teacher's desk and I and she made it digital and I said no 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 <laughs> this has to be with the with hands on a clock and and she hadn't heard the term arithmetic and we just had more laps collaborating on this book but it's her first book and my first book and her um, pen name is Hannah June and she graduated from Montana State University with an art degree Oh, there you go. Well, it is curious, the difference in um, language as it changes over time. And you do, you go down a couple generations 
or at least one, and and exactly what you've you've spoken to. Those words are mysteries for some people. Uh, what advice would you offer to other writers? Write, 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 and then edit, 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 and write, write, write some more, and edit, 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 and. Finding an illustrator is very important if you if you have that sort of book, particularly children's books, I think, need to have an illustrator. Find somebody you can collaborate with that you work well together. Now, we've got this huge age difference between my illustrator and me, but we had a lot of fun with it. And she she didn't even know about bales of hay. It's just which are, which is a later part in the book. It was kind of fun. And when she autographs the book, it's so cute. She draws a little farm animal. Oh, very nice. Now, wait a minute. If she went to Montana State, I mean, that's ranching country. I now, know that. See, that's exactly what I said. I go, what kind of Montana girl are you? And she said, <laughs> I grew up in the town of Bozeman. <laughs> oh, my, my. She must have had her eyes closed. Goodness, you don't go far out of Bozeman till you see plenty of hay bales. Well, actually, they're big round, uh, they're round bales anymore. So well, maybe, maybe they're that's different. The they have that white plastic on it. And exactly. I always tell my grandchildren that's a marshmallow field. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Uh, she learned a few things along the way, as did you, it sounds like. That's right. Yeah. Well, Kim, Locked Out in the Snow is a, it's a beautiful book. Um, Thank you. I, I think it, it is a nice thought for, um, for children, if you have grandchildren especially, to share it with nieces and nephews it's a hardback book mm-hmm. and um the reviews have i i sort of designed this for ages probably four to nine my mm-hmm. greatest kindest most ebullient review came from the mother of a two-year-old and she said it's the only book she wants every night it's let's try a new book no i like this book <laughs> so that was kind of fun that's a wonderful recommendation. And I'm sure the illustrations help with that because, of course, children pay attention even when they can't read sure. to the illustrations. Kim, thank you for joining me today. Again, the author's name is Kimmy Kimmy, author of Locked Out in the Snow. She's a member of the Skagit Valley Writers League and a, a, local, uh, a local writer in our area. So thanks for joining me and continued success to you. Thank you. And take it from me. It's fun to sing to animals, but you have to read the book to know what that means. All right. Mm -hmm. This is Ann Bonal Nash for Skagit Talks.